Welcome to, to another, another episode, episode of, of Driving, Driving to the, the Res with your favorite hosts, Inelia and Larry. Yeah. Yay. We did it kind of good. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we waited our 10 seconds like we're supposed to. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we can sync up our... Sound usually. <laughs> yeah. But we don't have to... Do that anymore. <laughs> It's rehearsal, you know, when you rehearse something enough times, you kind of get stuck in it a little bit. Yes. It's that's kind of like life, I think, in general. Mm-hmm. Our habits tend to, you know. Yeah. Ensnare us in repetition. Ensnare us in repetition. Ensnare us. Yeah. Yes. That's not what we're yes. talking about today, though. Although it is something like that. <clears throat> it's like creating that habits that ensnare us. Mm. Anyway. Yes. This week, we're going to talk about health. What I learned about health is shocking. What I learned about health is shocking. Yes. I like you to say this part right here. Hold on, hold on. Okay. This first part. All right. If you're like me, <laughs> a light worker. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> then you and others' health is super important to you. Why? Why is that? Why? Why is that? Why is health of other people important to you? Yeah, why is it? Because you're a light worker, then it means it is? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Alright. It says we care about how people are doing. Yes. We care about people. Yes, how we do. Doing. Yeah. We want them to do well. Yes. Why? Because we're light workers. We want them to be mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy and strong. We do want that. Okay. <laughs> I come from three ancient healing lineages. That wouldn't be me. That's you. Yes. Either as the author. Yes. But in my life, I have very much rejected these lineages as much as I could. Yes. She lives a life of rejection. <laughs> I reject myself in all ways. No. Myself in all ways. Don't oh, put just words. my lineages. Just Don't my healing put lineages. Really words into my mouth, darling. Just read what it says. Yes, just okay. read what it says. These healing lineages are rejected by you as much as you can. Yes. Why? Find out. It says Because what I learned about people's health shocked me. I'm now, curious. here's the thing. I'm curious. Lineages are lineages. those. They're not necessarily positive or negative. They're lineages. They're like streams of consciousness that come in from your ancestry. So sometimes s- these lineages come in through reincarnation, and sometimes they come in through your family, like genetic lineages that contain certain skills and abilities, some certain tendencies, and that the human collective will gather to allow you to do something. But they're not necessarily positive or not necessarily um, compatible with a light paradigm. Ooh. Okay. So, for example, I also come from lineages of warriors. Mm-hmm. My physical body especially had many, many incarnations as a warrior. And in my family, genetic family, there's also many, many warriors. I mean, insanely powerful warriors. And those, we could understand it a little bit better, that a lineage is not necessarily a positive thing, because war, your 
is somebody who plays in war, right? The war games or the stage of war, mm-hmm, <laughs> all that mm-hmm. type of thing. Fighting. And fighting and defeating and hurting others is not high frequency, it's low frequency game. Without, when you take your judgment out of it, and you just see, okay, this is high frequency, this is low frequency, without saying, oh, one's good and one's bad, or uh, that's more suitable and that's not so suitable, or compatible, or compatible and compatible, yeah. then you can see that when I talk about healing lineages, instantly you became very defensive yes. and attacking me because yeah. you come from very powerful le- healing lineages too. And why would I ignore them? Right? Yeah, why? Because what you learned about people's health shocked you. Yes. Which, when I learned about what you learned about by telling me, it shocked me too. Yeah. I was like, hmm, why? <laughs> well, this is a story about when you were 12. Yes. Here's the why. One of, here's the why. Told in Journey Story Formula. Yes. Told in Journey Story Formula. When I, as, as in, in Elia, she, when she was... 12 years old, her mother saw that she could heal people. Yes. I occasionally ask for, honey, can I have a little bit, please? Yeah, put my hand in my head. My knee hurts. My knee hurts. My elbow is sore. My hand lost her feelings. (laughs) My hand's not, like, working right. She (laughs) does occasionally, you know, indulge me, but... Yeah, I roll my eyes out loud. (laughs) I say, very well then, and I two hands on healing. Oh, that feels so much better. Thank Thank you. you. Well, she started bringing people around to be healed. My mom did, yes. Yes, your mom did. These people were not just physically sick, but also emotionally and mentally sick. Yes. I was too young to be doing that kind of work. And I soon stopped. But before I stopped, and due to the many, many people that had come around, I started to see some patterns. Mm-hmm. Very observant for a 12-year-old, huh? I was always observant, yeah. I like to be the observer. Hmm. I still do. I prefer the observer. It says right here, you love to see how things work. (laughs) (laughs) And the patterns fascinated you. I do like patterns, yes. We were just listening to patterns. Yes, we were. On it right here. Mm -hmm. We fortunately, unfortunately, forgot our computer up the hill, so we got to go for another (laughs) cruise, which meant we got a half hour more of listening. Yes. And uh the listening, we were listening to somatics, and it got very interesting. It did. On the very way Very quickly. Yeah. And PB's crying at the door. Where is PB? Crying at the door. She was a second ago. <laughs> I think you're psychic, because I didn't hear it. Let me check. Going to check the door. <laughs> there she is. Hi, my baby girl. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> you hear click, 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 Yes, click, click, click. <laughs> you hear click, 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 click. I don't know if she wants to come up here because it's too high for her. She'll probably like her work workbench. Yeah, go and sit on your workbench. All right. Which, which is multiple pillows and cushions. Yes, and rugs. And rugs. <laughs> Fluffy rugs. Here's the thing that fascinated you. The thing I saw shocked me was that it didn't matter what the person said. They might say, oh, I want to heal my hand, for example. If their higher self said no... And we healed them anyway. They soon came back with another ailment that was just as serious as the first. Oh, there's a little bit missing here. That's what I was yeah. a little misunderstanding before. Yeah. It, actually, the article goes, if their higher self said n- no, or one of, the, if their higher self or some program 
said no, the program that they're carrying said no, and then we healed them anyway, they soon came back with another different uh, ailment. Right. Yeah, so, so the gist of this paragraph is that at a level of like a complainer, mm-hmm. well, my arm hurts, can you heal, heal it? it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heal it, heal it. But without tapping into, I mean, why? what and why is this ailment here? Right. What purpose is this serving for you in whichever yes. way that you're using it? Mm-hmm. If you heal it anyway and it goes away, something comes back to serve the same purpose. Exactly. Because there is a yes. higher purpose to many of these things. Not necessarily that higher purpose is good positive or negative. Or positive but also, or negative. It just is. It's exists. a different thing. But also it could be programs. It could be a program. And the programs could be high frequency or low frequency. Right. The example I remember you use often was your ability to play and your hand was mm-hmm. crushed so that it couldn't play guitar anymore. Right. So that uh, you took away that... Uh, addiction. Addiction. The well, music. it's that irresistible attraction to... It was an addiction. Music. Let's not mince words here. I was addicted to music. <laughs> uh, you music. want me to do what? I'm too busy doing music. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it did serve up purpose it was a higher purpose i suppose a higher it was definitely looking back it was a high frequency purpose but only because i stopped listening right because i knew i was indulging something that i shouldn't be playing guitar for six hours a day minimum out of 16 or whatever and expense of everything else it's not positive and it's not a good thing yeah it made me extremely good at it but it wasn't healthy and it wasn't what I was here to do. And I knew this and I ignored it. I ignored it every day when myself, even not even when well, expanded self-awareness, but even my normal regular self-awareness and, you know, you shouldn't be doing this again. You know, instead of playing that, you should be doing this other thing. And you should be doing this other thing. And you should be doing this other thing. And I would ignore everything and do it anyways. Right. So after like a year or two of ignoring your own wisdom your own wisdom is going to stop you right it's going to stop you doing what you shouldn't be doing right (laughs) so that's what happened and he smashed my hand that makes sense but it's you know don't take that as the uh, i mean some people tend to take the parts that they hear to support the part that they want right so it's like i smashed my hand and it was a good thing it wasn't good because it brought a lot of pain and disability in other areas that needed my strength needed my connection right and a lot of it also was from uh, an agreement the agreement comes in from different directions right from your different directions of your life There was other purposes to cutting that connection also. Part of it also was the healing thing, because my mom was sneaking more people in also, right? And other people just spontaneously would appear in my path, and you need that energy flow on your hands, right? I mean, it's very minor now, and it still heals. But also there was... um, My sister put in really good words. Um... She said to me, not from the perspective of hands as such, although I didn't want to touch anything in the world, um, but she said also from me not being able to eat anything because I was allergic to just about everything. And she said, it's almost like you're keeping the world at arm's length, Mm -hmm. that you don't want to touch the world, you don't want to be connected to it, or like I would say, polluted by it, right? And 
And that was part of it also. So the agreement doesn't just come in, oh, to stop music, but also it has to be from different locations. It's almost like when we look at the reason why we're always getting shadow banned on the internet. And to me, when I look at it, I could push through. I could put in impression. I could put pressure in and have it resolved, right? Mm -hmm. But when I look at it, the truth is I find it very comfortable because I never wanted to go public anyways. And I'm a very private person. And like I said, I like to observe. I like to be the one that's looking, not the one being looked at, right? So do you see the agreement doesn't come in through one location only for an experience that you have, including sickness, right? Or including Mm -hmm. smashing my hand. It comes in in multiple ways, in multiple ways and... Becoming aware of those multiple ways, you can totally empower yourself, right? But with the healing thing, what I found and the next bit, right? That with people, it wasn't so, I mean, I could see all the ways that they were letting things in. Absolutely. And I would tell them about it and tell them what to do. So they would stop. But. It occurred to me at the time that health issues were symptoms of something else happening to the person. This was a revelation to me, but not shocking. Just new and interesting. What was shocking was something completely different. Most of these people had no idea what was causing their ailments and had no intention of finding out. That was shocking to me. (laughs) It didn't matter how much information I gave them. They didn't hear it. Right. And I gave up. Yep. I didn't give up on them. I gave up on trying to heal the world. Right. Which was a good thing anyway. Yes. What I realized was that when we're doing here, what we're doing here as lightworkers isn't about healing the world, but empowering the world to become aware enough to see what was actually happening in their lives. Right. Of course, um, there are plenty who have their higher self-agreements not to become aware, to keep them in their Set experience in the split, right? Let's clarify that a little bit. Okay, that's good. Because actually, their higher selves are saying, wake up, wake up, <laughs> wake up, <laughs> They're lift ignoring the it. veil, <laughs> lift the fog, lift yeah. the veil of forgetfulness, get on with it, expand your awareness, expand your awareness. That's what their higher self is saying. But it's a conversation that we had earlier, actually. We haven't, it's not in, I mean, it's it's implied here, mm-hmm. but it's not laid out, right, in fo- essay format. <laughs> Which I'm pushing for. How about a couple of essays? <laughs> I'm a fan. But it is a form of, like I did with my music playing, mm-hmm. right, and or the, the agreement of I didn't want to touch the world. There's a, a time frame usually could be months or years where we literally ignore our higher self. We ignore our higher self. Mm. And for most people that I've seen, because guess what? I can all, all like that movie. I can talk to dead people. Yeah. Right. Or I can see dead people and I can talk to them as soon as a kid, even more than now. Um, or I should say actually I've learned to ignore them nowadays (laughs) but um I've learned 
that when a person crosses over, they release the body and their soul and their body become separate. Sometimes they hang on to each other on the other side, but most often they both have a different experience of the in-between lives. Mm. And what I've seen and what I perceived and spoken with these people is that there's a lot of oops (laughs) and a lot of I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you know, oh, now I have to go back and try again because I totally messed up that time and I wasted a whole lifetime doing this other thing. get a lot of that. Now, what's really fascinating, and it's not connected to this, so, but I think still it's fascinating, tangent. yeah, that there are people who, in my life, people who are close to me, who have done an extremely negative action that impacts me negatively, and I perceive it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I will say, well, you're going to be sorry, man, you know? about this because I know they are I'm not saying they're going to get punished or whatever although many people who believe in karma will punish themselves but it's like yeah you're going to say oops you know and often they will come into today from the future some future time Mm. to tell me they're sorry because they're in that future time they're in between lives they're in the in between life space and they come back to this moment when they did that action. And after that stops me like a brick, you know, because, you know, sometimes I will engage in negativity and go into an arguments mode, mm. right? But as I'm about to indulge in the argument, they pop in, they in between lives in the future <laughs> says, I'm so fucking Fuck. sorry. <laughs> Pardon my French. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I didn't understand. And I'm just so sorry. Right? Or sometimes they'll come in and say, You tried to make me understand. You told me the stories and you told me other stories and I still didn't understand, right? But why did you tell me those other stories that were not relevant? And I'd say, because I was trying to make you understand. The story wasn't important. I was trying you to see the point. Mm -hmm. And then they'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, oopsie, and all the rest, you know? When that happens, there's a couple of things that happens there. One of them is, um, forgiveness is not part of the high frequency paradigm because who are you to, you're not a Forgive victim. Forgiveness fault. Yeah. Forgive implies something. Right. Implies that you're a victim mm-hmm. and I'm nobody's victim. Right. So what I say is I understand. Right. And then sometimes if they're stuck in that level of engagement, what's really difficult is for me to stay angry at them. Or for me to carry the pain forward. That's what's really difficult to do. Takes the wind out of your sails in a yeah, sense. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so there's another bit of information, of course, that comes in when that happens is, oh, that person's going to die before I do. Because <laughs> they communicate <laughs> in, between, in yeah. the future, right? They come in from the future to communicate with me in this life. And twice now, I've seen that, perceived that, and sensed it. And said those words, and those those individuals are now dead. They're gone. Even now. Young. Mm. Really young. Um, gone. At the time, it's like, geez, that person is younger than me. Really? They're going to die before me? Oh, my gosh. And boom, two, a year or two later, they were gone. And, um, yeah. So, it's it's that that type of thing that you can perceive from the that interaction that the actions that a person takes are not always 
from their higher self perspective. Sometimes they're from programs. That's what's strange here that it's gone. I don't know. Maybe my uh, edit. Yeah. My edit. My yeah. My computer went really funny this morning when I was editing the newsletter, and right. I think that some of the edits were got lost. Because I think when you were reading that to me this morning, that was a place where I stumbled quite a few times. Like I can't mm. get that. I don't get yeah. that. So that's that's probably why we were missing something yeah. there. So maybe when you get the email, when, as you read this email, it's going to be slightly different there to make it to clarify it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because it's very important to, this is a very important point. I don't want you to forget it. And it's that, you know, people say everything happens for a reason. And I always say yes, but the reason is not always positive. That's one of the things. And another thing is your higher self knows better. And I say that a lot, but that's for major decisions in life. Major decisions in life. Their higher self knows better. Especially after you and others have insisted and supported and helped that person to make a better choice and they still don't do it, right? The higher self knows better. If I feel it, it's uh, from a higher self perspective, I've seen higher self, I've seen expanded awareness, a decision of a choice they wanted to make, an experience they wanted to have. But at the same time, oftentimes, and especially with these people and what shocked me was that they weren't acting from a higher self perspective, right? Their higher self perspective was actually saying heal, mm. but not heal the monkey arm or whatever. Heal the reason for the for the monkey arm. arm, yes. Right. So when I figured it out and I expressed that, that's when they were not interested. Yeah, when you tell them, well, not what you need to do is this, and that'll go away or heal. Yeah. Yeah, fine, but can you just heal it? Exactly. Because it hurts. Yeah. Or a lot of the time they say, oh, yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'll yeah, do I'll that. do that. You can heal this yeah, now and I'll do that. Yes. And they would do that, right? And they would go away and then they'll come They'll come back sick from another very similar condition. And did you do X, Y, Z? Uh, no, um, not yet. It didn't hurt anymore. Yeah, I didn't need didn't, to. Not yet. I meant to. <laughs> I, I plan to do it next week or whatever. Right. <laughs> Lost my reminder. Yes. So oftentimes when that happens nowadays, I say, well, you do that. <laughs> and when you've done that, then contact me again. Whoa. And nine times out of ten, actually 9.9 times out of ten, the person never contacts me again. Because they aren't going to do that. They're not going to, right? Mm. Yeah. Of course, occasionally the person is ready, the healing is ready, the higher self is ready, their human collective is here, and everybody's ready, and they orchestrate a healing story that involves me. It could yeah. be in, in a train or on an event or whatever. And I get the message. I get the message from their higher self. I get the message from the human collective, from Gaia. I get the message from multiple locations. Yes, 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 yes. Facilitate this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, hands on and boom, it's gone, whatever it was. And they know it. But the reason why I don't do that as a profession or I don't talk about it very much and i mean this is about healing so we're talking about it is because that's not the job i'm here to do right i may carry those lineages which also carry other important aspects of skills that i use every day in the work that we're doing delivering the message of empowerment but that side of it is just a side note for me and what i don't want to happen is for thousands of sick people to arrive expecting that miraculous healing that they can orchestrate, because I don't actually do anything, um, and being in this situation. They can orchestrate themselves through empowering 
them to be aware enough to see what's actually happening. Exactly. So that's that's a larger healing, right? That heals it's them a, all. Exactly. That's a larger healing that uh-huh, I can uh-huh. perceive. It's not the boom, hands on, the thing is gone, which doesn't actually help them. Because actually, they don't even need someone to put their hands and heal them. They don't need it. But it's a healing story. Mm-hmm. So... What I found was that most people, because, yes, they can create a healing story like that and have a spontaneous healing, but the issues haven't been addressed and they come back. So all of my work is to deal with the issues. The issues. Not the actual symptoms of the issue, which it might be a monkey arm or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So... Yeah, health is our natural state. And when we get sick, which is a word, Mm -hmm. sick, implying a whole bunch of things that aren't necessarily true. But when we get sick, our condition is a symptom of something which is dissonant in our lives. And it could very well be toxins that need flushed. I didn't write that. (laughs) I did. Our bodies need support and we need the information to support them. Mm -hmm. So you go in a toxic environment. You're going to need to flush afterward. Remember yes. yesterday I went into one? Yes. And I come home and I told you what I tell you. I told him my knee delaminated de- 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 itself. Yeah. I could feel it. The water can destructure because yeah. I have one knee who's a bit... Weak. Weak. And so I've healed it as I would consider healing it. I structured its water and I cleaned it and toxed and all the mm-hmm. other stuff. And I can build my water up, but it's not like solid water. Mm-hmm. It's like good water, but... Just barely holding in there. If I'm cautious, why? why? Well, right now it's a signal. Right, exactly. How it signals how much toxic load did I just expose myself Mm -hmm. to because I'm a bit ignorant. Mm. Well, I wouldn't say ignorant. I would say blockhead, hardhead, (laughs) hardheaded, or I would say uh, made of stainless steel, (laughs) which you actually aren't. (laughs) But I'm not. But that's how I function. Function in my life. Yeah, I'm made out of stainless steel so that I'm impervious to. Eating rubbish, all and those things, right? And but toxifying there air, is a load. There is a load that needs to be, you know, exhausted. Input of data, and, toxic, toxic. And lately, toxic. Yeah. lately, my taste has been tuned a little bit. So what used to be yummy has like tastes a bit like chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I bought some donuts. There were lemon donuts, <laughs> lemon flavored <laughs> donuts. <laughs> Natural flavored with other natural flavors, oh <laughs> whatever God. that means. Yeah, so, uh, first taste, good. it was like, I think this is chemicals. <laughs> this doesn't taste like a lemon. Yeah. And I tested it with, uh, Brett and he said, yeah, that's chemicals, but it's good. <laughs> he ate it. <laughs> and I tried Fred out on it and he said, I'm not no. touching it with a 10 foot pole. Good. He just looked at the directions. Yes. Things, the yeah. ingredients. Yeah. So the same thing with my knee. After that exposure, I knew, oh, I have been exposed to something. And we all know what it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, but it's that. And 5G. Whatever it is. My yes. knee delaminated. And I could feel that it had pain in it. Yeah. And so I uh knew what I needed to do, which was a flush. And I t- took some good water. Mm-hmm. I took some hydrogen air. I took a hot bath to get everything loose and flushed. And then I rehydrogenated my body to get it. Stuck it back together. I struck it back together. And my knee stopped hurting. And it it let me that message. Yeah, you're done. You did a good job of it. Mm -hmm. And this morning I woke up, I felt a little bit queasy in my stomach. Mm. Because, you know, 
No. More flashing. Oh, okay. <laughs> TMI. TMI, TMI. <laughs> I think we can be flashed in many ways. That was the other way. And once that was done, everything was good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So that was the information comes when we expand our awareness. I didn't take a pill for my tummy. Mm-hmm. I didn't take an aspirin for my knee. I got the information. I expanded my awareness. I know what this message is. Oh, okay. I know what to do for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't sick, but I was flushed. Flushing. Yes. I think you made a good point there. Like, you, in other words, let me see if I remember, if I interpreted it correctly. Okay. You're seeing the symptoms, like the pain in your knee, as data, data. information. Information. It not a sickness, a not a... Um, a condition or chronic of anything, but it's information for you that allows you to communicate with your body and you can now know what to do. Loud enough that I can hear it. Yes, because you're hard of hearing. Well, I call it impervious <laughs> and stainless steel, remember? Oh, of course. Yes, you're made of stainless that's, steel. Mm, that's powerful <laughs> stuff. Yes. But I still need data. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. so there's data that I can hear, which... You heard. I don't hear it and then, oh, my poor me. I hear it's like, oh, okay, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I know what to do with it. It's yes. a little bit like the dream book where you read the dream book and then the dream book is where you can access the data. Yes. Similar to that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that means, that means if you want to have your dreams talk to you, get a dream book and read it. Read it from a couple times. Cover time. Cover, yeah. And then your dreams will know to speak to you through that book. That and language. you can that book and that language will be what you can read. So you yes. can interpret your dreams really, really, really well. Yes. Yeah. That's good tangents. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do that. Expand your awareness. <laughs> Empower yourself to become aware enough to see what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. Yes, because I've seen a lot of individuals saying, well, how do I know this is my higher self? How do I know that maybe it's a program, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And all of these type of things. And how can I learn to trust myself to act from a high frequency space rather than a low frequency program, belief system, habit, addiction. A low frequency resonance. Resonance, low frequency resonance and all these type of things. And that's why we created the truth in it, uh, exercise in the truth in class, truth and lies class. You, yeah. you learn how to figure it out from a perspective of beyond, beyond your own belief systems. And the other tool that we talk about endlessly, endlessly. is get yourself a high frequency tribe. Allies and oh. good counsel are your best best bet because especially with things such as healing but also um decisions life with decisions uh this high frequency environment or people around you can check things with you right right it doesn't mean they're always right no it doesn't but it's data that you can check exactly you check it you don't just listen to it and say "Ah, that one doesn't Yeah. You don't just poof, poof it away. The whole reason that it's coming to you is so you look at it. Right. Right. And that's how your higher self speaks to you also. It's not like a woo-woo thing. It talks to you through your environment. It talks to you through people, books, 
this podcast. Podcast. Right? It newsletter. Newsletter. The Substack. The Subscribe Star. Yeah, Walk, Walk with me now, now. Your tribe. Yes. That's how it talks to you. Yeah. Yeah. Your dreams, if you right. use a dream book, your right. cards, if you're attuned to your cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are ways. Yeah. But you uh, always, always, which is the same as never, which is an absolute, which generally you're supposed to always ignore an absolute. But <laughs> in this case, you don't. Mm. You always check it with your high-frequency tribe. Mm-hmm. When it's sometimes, thing, that's, sometimes... That's... That's like your, your, yes, your tribe and high frequency, more than just one person. Okay? Yeah, more than one person. Because a lot of the times we can think, oh yeah, my, my partner, my, my husband, my, my wife. My husband, my wife, they'll we'll, check, we'll with, check me. with me and everything's going to be great. But that's not always true because one person is not as strong as a group or as many perspectives. And sometimes that person may have opened a door to negativity. That's and the data, information, or item comes in to you. You trust that person, mm-hmm. but it comes in anyway and knocks you over because they had an open door to negativity, right? Yeah. And even though you were doing great, yeah. you're doing <laughs> really great, and then boom, smack in your low frequency engagement, and you have to be really careful when that happens, right? Yeah. What did I do this morning? Didn't eat nothing. Yes. Did you drink enough water? No. <laughs> Did you sleep last night? Yes. At least one out of three. One out of three. <laughs> and then That's what happened? Enough. Got crabby and I gave you some stevia. Yeah. And what happened? Impossible. Impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Because this... That, you gave that, me a mouthful of stevia. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm highly allergic to it, highly intolerant, and my body reacts really horribly to it. She hates it. And my frequency just slams to the ground it's whenever like I take... like slamming a double Twinkie yeah. with chocolate syrup from Hershey's. Yeah. yeah. And it's not good. It's not good at all. And immediately I fell into like a massive headache, mm-hmm. nausea and itchiness. And then like my frequency, I could feel my emotional body cracking and I could feel my mental body going into right into really negative, horrific and traumatic events in my life. That reminds her of that, those events, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was watching all that very interesting thinking, hmm, interesting. Ah, yeah, yeah, this too will pass. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it shall pass. But at the same time, I was thinking to myself, okay, so we have to go back to, did you read the ingredients? Please read the ingredients before you hand me things over. But I said that's an ad nauseum and it's not going to work. So now it it's does just... do work. I read it most all the time. It's just occasionally no. Where I think that it's okay. It's like But it isn't okay. Pop. So it's not even diet pop, It's also you know? an open door to negativity. Now, I'm not saying I was the victim there. Because as, but that's when we look at the other side of these partnerships. When you have another person in your life. Mm, yeah, this right? is what we're looking at. Right? When you have other people in your life, you have to be aware that you join frequencies, you join a field of energy. And if the other person is not as diligent as you are to keep the frequency at a specific level, high frequency, then you become vulnerable to it too by choice. What choice? Being with that person, right? So that choice is what, that's why the free will hasn't been violated and there's no victim or aggressors here. It's simply about frequencies. And when there's a low frequency, it will be exploited. It happens all the time. So 
especially if you're involved in like a lot of work um, to to embody the high frequency paradigm on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I know, it's a pain, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, you can't drink alcohol, you can't have sugar, you can't have artificial thingies, and you can't have this, and you can't have that, but you, and you have to every day this, check on yourself, this, and on that, and the other, for yourself, and also you demand that of your partner, you can't, right? So, you do what you can deal with, and if it's not a deal breaker, it's not a deal breaker, you just, you know, deal with it when it happens. So I got a whole bunch of blackberries right off the vine to try and antidote it. Yeah. Which it didn't. It did too. <laughs> it didn't. A little bit. No, that's an illusion. Does Stu help? No. Help no. me. That's good that he helped you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, frequencies and being knowing what your um your items are now. One might say, well. Inelius shouldn't have a vulnerability to allergies, right? To do sensitivities, sensitivities, allergies, right? You want to word call and it. here's the thing: what I found, what I found was that, for example, my lungs are very sensitive to certain chemicals and to smoke, right? And because of it, I could feel. Three times it has saved my life and my family's life when I felt chemicals in there. And once a whole neighborhood, we were sitting at the table with my sister in Seville. And all, everybody was having lunch. That's lunchtime in Seville. Everybody goes home for lunch. So the neighborhood was full. It's in the city. And, um, and then suddenly my lungs started hurting really badly. And I closed my eyes because of that. And I knew there was a gas leak, a major one. And I turned around to my sister and I said, we need to check the stove. There's a gas leak. And so nobody could smell it. It was that, that gas of the, the use of there doesn't have that perfume in it. That's stenchy, you know, natural gas, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have that stink. Anyways, um, we went to the stove. No, no, I said no. And it got closer and closer to the window and I said it's coming in from outside and then I looked and I perceived that it was coming out of underground behind one of the other houses the other um, block the other block and and I turned around and I said there's a gas leak there we need to call the gas company and it's at the time because they knew me my sister turns around to her husband says call the gas company we have to evacuate (laughs) and he's like what 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 are you talking about? Just do it, just do it. So he did, and because he knew he had the phone number, he was from some the electric company. He had all the phone numbers, so he called the company and they sent a truck with those emergency whatevers, and they literally evacuated the whole block because it was a massive leak. And they said if it had been an hour or two later, the entire block would have blown up because it was bubbling or some I don't know. It was creating a bubble in all the rooms and the building and underneath and everything. It would have been a big crater there instead. Hmm. So it's like, yeah, my lungs are sensitive, but are they? Or are they actually the natural way that we should be? Because we're not uh, not desensitized to chemicals and poisons, right? Right. So the other thing, for example, highly intolerant to aspartame. So when all the new drinks and sodas and came out with aspartame 
came out. And every gum. And I couldn't every buy gum without gum. aspartame. Yeah, chewing gum. And I love chewing gum and all those things. And then I started getting really bad reactions to it. And I looked at the ingredient and it was like aspartame, aspartame. And then I started researching it and it's like, oh my gosh, how could they put this stuff? Especially in things that children eat, you know? It can't be on so accident. bad. It's not accident. So when stevia... Then they put, started putting stevia in it, and everybody, oh, it's a nice plant. It's a plant. It must be good, right? It must be good. But it's like, no, my body rejects it. It's even worse than aspartame. Worse than aspartame. So I'm telling you, same with soy. Since I was a teenager, my mom was trying to make me the soy meat, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And then other soy products couldn't do it. And at some point, I mean, I loved one of the, the energy bars that they make and they have one of the ingredients <sighs> is soy. soy. Yeah, I saw And it. I would eat one like once a week or something because I loved it. But it's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Those are sensitivities. Or are they? Right? Or are they just data, data and information to tell us as a humanity, humanity, tell us, tell humanity, do not put these things in your body. These are bad for you. You don't have the data or information or look for stevia information or side effects or whatever. Oh, it's all natural and good. And all the granola people are eating it. It's the greatest thing on the planet. And I think I'm saying, no, 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 don't do it. Well, I learned I don't not care. to trust those I don't too much care. anymore. I don't care. Yeah. The stores, those, those stores that turn to the worst, the worst won't let you in. I ends. know. Yeah. And I should have been the opposite. Yeah. I don't know what. So, so it's like you have to be really wary and careful. Are they, are my sensitivities a negative thing? I think not because it has allowed me and my body to stay pretty unpolluted because I'm not, I'm not desensitized to poisons. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and today, yeah, I got a hit, but that's because we lived together and you indulged in negativity and it happened. Well, right. I poured it out and I'm not drinking them. <laughs> yes. That was first. <laughs> Usually you say, ah, oh, it's okay. I'll have it. And you'll drink it anyways, right? Mm, no, not so much. <laughs> not anymore, huh? Uh -uh. Yeah. So, and it's, it's a matter of, um, like, I don't know how to say it. It's like you live with a, with an environment and individuals. It's almost the Ilya gave me the word, you know, desensitized, and I love it. I'm using it in everything now. Um, it's like when people call me patient because I say the same message, I give the same message 10,000 million times, and with the same enthusiasm and the same words, <laughs> and I say it in a different way, and again in a different way, and I'll say it again and again and again. And then people say, started saying when they realized it, when they actually heard it and said, Oh my gosh, you know, you've been talking about this since forever. Um, and said, Yeah, I looked, I have my diaries from when I was a teenager and it's there. Same words. Same words. Much, same same ways, story. Same stories. And, uh, people say, Oh, you're so patient. And I'm like, No, it's something else. I'm not patient <laughs> at all. It's, it's something else. And Ilya figured it out the other day. You're desensitized. <laughs> Yep. So living with individuals who may have open doors to negativity, I know this happens. So I'm desensitized to it. I do not fall into victim aggressor. I mean, I shame them. I shamed Larry quite a lot <laughs> about the stevia thing and other times as well to see if it'll get through. It's not a light game that I play and any tiny little indulgence will bring in these things. 
And eventually he'll get it, right? Eventually he starts getting it. And eventually he starts doing less and less of those indulgences, which is good. It's fabulous. But we have food here at the Shaman Shack and we have visitors. So sometimes we go and eat out and other people. And with those people, I'm always, always extremely wary of what I eat because it could be a tiny little thing, you know, a tiny little thing. And there's items that are to my body, this or the sensitized aspect of it, or, or the sensitiveness of it, that are way more severe than just a headache and a tummy ache, right? So, or nausea or whatever it is, it's like, that's nothing. Or the bad negative thoughts that came with it. That's nothing compared to the other effects that certain items can have. And with those, I'm extremely careful. And I, when my viewpoint is when this happens or somebody brings something and like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. So, oh my God, I, I thought it was okay. Or, you know, this one has the nasty stuff, but this one I left without the nasty stuff for you. I know. And the, the, the more of that happens, the more that that person does that, I know they're leaving. I know that they are opening the door to negativity to to a degree of being out of integrity, to the degree that they can no longer be in my environment. And the human collective takes them out. It just happens. Or their higher self takes them out. It just happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't have to overly analyze it or whatever. But it's interesting. It's data points. It's data points. And I could go, and sometimes I'll go to the person, I'll say, hey, this is happening. Can you be aware? Be wary and blah, 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 and this and this and the other. And the person will either react from an egoic viewpoint of an attack or see it as data, information, and go, hmm, oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that. Something's going on here. And they look at it and they resolve it. And it's great. <laughs> right? So sickness, shocker, right? Shocker. It's not. It's more to do with expansion of awareness than symptoms. Exactly. And our current medical system is all about symptoms and not the other. Right. Well, not our current. Not our. Not our, our current, current, but the predominant. Predominant on the planet. Which yeah, supports a split. It does support the split. Absolutely does. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Is that your paper? Are you done? Done. Are you complete? Yep. All right. I think we covered this. I think you got it. You got it. And if you haven't got it, you can... She says you got it. Listen to the Substack and you'll just read it. Yes. Right? Go to Substack. Yes. Anelia Benz. Yes. The article is there and you read it. You push play and just listen. Mm -hmm. Just say it without all this commentary. Or you can listen to this podcast again. And we're going to talk about it and detail about it. Mm-hmm. And or then we're going to have a second hour. We're going to have a second for hour. For Subscribe Star. Subscribe Star. Second and hour. for Walk With, Walk me, with now. me Now. Either one gets it. Yes. And then we'll go into detail on the questions about the questions that yes. we brought up about the article. Yeah, exactly. So we got it covered. We got it covered. We got it covered. Yeah. Okay. Love you, honey. Love you, Tali. <laughs>